The crew's meeting with the Black Russian took a bit of a dark turn at the Black Hole Bar and Grill. The babysitter's early arrival raised suspicions as a group of black-suited figures entered the bar. Concerned that he concerned that he had been made, the babysitter made himself scarce until the crew gathered to meet with the Black Russian. With the crew's gathering, the limo had vanished, and an eerie tension settled outside the bar. Upon entry, the crew were met with an unexpected scene. It was a fucking massacre inside. Everyone in the bar was dead. As the crew investigated the scene, lo and behold, the Black Russian and his Belashko brother enforcers arrived, confusing the crew for the attackers. A fierce fight ensued, leaving the Black Russian as the sole survivor on the Belashko Brotherhood side. With him now in their grasp, the crew's search for Charlotte grows more intense. The stage is set for a high-stakes interrogation, aiming to unravel the web of secrets that could lead them to the missing girl. Now, the doc was in absentee last session, and uh, I am actually just going to place you right in the middle of all of this right now, uh, as you have arrived to the destination just a little bit late <laughs> and you now walk into the scene uh, to see the whole place just drenched in blood and gore uh, and uh, the black Russian now being held uh, up at the bar uh, by the marshal and the bloodhound uh, and you happen to note uh, chairman meow laying unconscious on the floor. Oh, uh, what the fuck did you guys do? What happened? Marshall, what happened? We we only did like 32% of this. The rest was That's pretty much... Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's less than half. It's slightly less than a third. Most of this was here when we got here. Like the, the real wet stuff was us but the stuff that's more dried and most of the bodies were just we found them uh and chairman what happened to the chairman and i i run over to the chairman and like start like check his pulse and see see what's going on with the chairman yeah it's it's accelerated uh he is still alive but uh but he has taken some some major uh hits uh mostly bludgeoning damage uh for the most part uh so he he certainly needs some uh some attention okay um well i will um is that something i can roll for to uh assist the chairman with um Yes, in, in this instance, it uh, you can basically kind of make a make a quick roll to kind of stabilize him. Um, right now, um, it would have to be a part of what would be considered a short rest, and with everything that's kind of going on right now, with the uh, Black Russian still up, uh, now he's not fighting. Uh, he's basically surrendered at this point. Mm -hmm. um, 
we really still aren't in a resting type situation right now. We probably need to uh, finish that off before anybody can really truly uh, take the time to to heal. Now, you guys could potentially take a um, second wind action, those of you that did take damage. Um, but uh, it, that's kind of up to you. If you, if you do that, then you... Uh, that will have to take a long rest to be able to recover any spent hit dice uh, for that recovery. And okay, so you get you guys did some of this. Who's that guy pointing at the Black Russian? Is that? Yeah, that's the Black Russian. Okay. Yeah. But he's he's the only one left. Yeah, and oh. and he started it. Serves right, and That's he was—he was, was the one, Mike. Just so, just to refresh your memory, since it's been a little while, he was the one that you had met in the uh, spa and sauna uh, that had set this meeting up initially, so that he could kind of meet with you guys to quote unquote give you information. He started the thirty-two percent that you're looking at. Uh, well, I guess you got to talk to us now, right? I mean, there's not much, not much left you can do. We took care of the other 32%. So give up the goods, man. Tell us what we need to know. Why should I tell you anything? It looks to me like you are the one that killed all of the people in this bar. Um... Maybe not you, you just get here. Yeah, but they, they said that most of these people were dead when they got here. All the people were dead. All the people that were already here were already dead when they got here. <laughs> yep. But if you think we're responsible for all of this carnage, then you know we wouldn't stop with you. So, pony up. I'm not afraid of death. Well, we could make it, you know, harder than that. I've got yeah, lots no. of like scalpels and weird veterinary medicines that we can put into you. So help us out. Make an intimidation roll. <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> the doc is not known for his intimidating. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not after that saving throw, no. Does the doc good effort on the doc's part, honestly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I agree. It was very good effort, yeah. Nice try, Doc. Do you have your kit with you or anything? Something with something pointy and sharp in it? Yeah, I got all kinds of stuff. Hold on, let me, let me check. Um, I got this. I'm going to grab grab whatever the sharpest looking thing is that I see him take out of his, he's like. Oh, yeah, I've got this. I got this scalp. Grab it. Mm -hmm. It's really sharp. And um, laser, I will take that. I'm just gonna grab it. Mm -hmm. And is Morris Morris Morris? Yeah. Sorry, mm -hmm. Morris for that. Uh, is he prone on the bar? Is he laying on the bar? Is he just sitting? What's he doing? I think sitting on the bar. Yeah, like literally on the bar. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm gonna shove this into his thigh. All right. <laughs> so I roll for that. 
Uh, just uh, let's see. You could probably, since you, we don't have a uh, thing on there. You want, yeah, pro I probably better give you something that you can do that with. Give me one second here. Let's give you something. You and your get you guys and your improvised <laughs> weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not it's, think that in a Tarantino part. movie, there's like half the crap they use is like spoons <laughs> and shit? Okay, now you got a small knife. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, Holy shit! Okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, roll damage now too. Oh, forgot that. Part. Oh, you're gonna hit the femoral artery. He's gonna bleed out in like eight <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, which means I knew exactly where mm -hmm. I was going to stab him. If I had rolled like badly, thanks Critical for Critical failure. Him, yeah, thanks for giving him that idea, though. I appreciate oh. that. <laughs> so 33% of the damage. I don't know. Right? Eight and a half. All right. All right. Okay, so you sink that in, and I'm going to have you roll uh, an intimidation roll now at, with advantage. Sixteen, okay. And we're gonna roll at disadvantage. Ooh. Ah dang, even at disadvantage. <laughs> Do your worst. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um I've got another scalpel. Um I'm down first. Yeah, like can you guys like hold him down? Yeah. Who's the strongest? Hammer's not here. He can't hold me down. <laughs> <laughs> Time to the bar or something, guys. Right? Uh, is, the, um, is, is the Black Russian military? You don't know. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, Morris. Um, hey, just you're put him military? on the ground. Just We'll put him on the ground and we'll take a chair and set it over top of him. What, what, what did you say, Mike? I was just asking him if he'd ever served. If he was military, Russian military or anything. What do you care? Well, you know, I thought maybe it'd be something we had in common. You served in the Russian military? I served in the military babysitter. <laughs> We're not talking to you right now. Go climb through an attic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, that's more personal. Eh? <laughs> I have nothing in common with American military. Yeah, I think you're missing the forest for the trees. Let's just hold them down. Someone get that chair. <laughs> All right. So um, if you guys are attempting to hold him down, uh, I think we are probably going to have to start another initiative here. Is <laughs> good? What? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let me. We're gonna make zero progress tonight. Delete the encounter. <laughs> there we are. We're gonna spend it all attempting to torture the Black Russian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you go to the uh, combat encounter and roll initiative, we have to at not accidentally kill this guy this time, guys. <laughs> accidentally now you can you can basically call uh that you're kind of pulling your punches i mean you can <laughs> you, you can do this without killing him now you tell us 
We kill people all the time. Oh, sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Doc, you've actually got initiative over everybody. You, you've told everybody to kind of hold them down. So, I mean, if you want to wait until they make their moves, you, you can hold your action if you want to. Yeah, I, I will hold my action. Okay. Um, I'm going to bring you a little over t closer to the fray here because I assume everybody's pretty close at this point, right? Yes. Okay, so um, Moritz uh, actually has the next initiative in the whole line of things. Uh, he is unarmed, so he is going to basically, I think he's just going to try to make a make a run for it. Now, because you guys are close enough to him, Marshall, are you the one that's getting ready to, to grab him as well? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to assume that you were close enough to him to put your hand on him. Yeah. Um, I know Sickle was, so Sickle's probably going to be about right in there. Um, I so think I had a knife on him <clears throat> earlier. What he's going to attempt to do is try to roll off of the counter uh, and get behind the bar. But you all are surrounding him. So it, as he tries to move away from you, each of you get an opportunity attack that are right next to him. Uh, and Christy, what did you say about the knife? You you had a knife I on had him a earlier. knife to him to like okay. his behind his knee or something earlier. Gotcha. Okay, so I'll put you up close and we'll leave the hammer back here like he's just moving in uh, to try to, to grab a hold of him. Uh, so a little crowded right in there, but uh, that being the case, each of you have a, an attack of opportunity on him. So you can make one reaction uh, and make an attack on him if you so desire. And that can be just a grappling attack uh, if you want it to be. And is yeah, that if he in in place of another action, or that is it is a reaction. Uh, so that is a kind of a free action that is given to you in in reaction to something is happening. So that does not take the place of an action. Got it. Cool. Um, and then I guess we could probably go in order of uh, your initiatives to make your reactions if you so desire. So the Bloodhound would be the first to react. What would you like to do, Christy? I'd like to grab his hair. <laughs> okay. All right, so make a strength uh, check. Uh, actually, strength plus athletics. <clears throat> It moves very slowly now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a normal athletics roll. Yep. All right. So you got a 12, and that'll be contested by his roll. <clears throat> Ooh, got a three. That is a critical failure. So uh, you've got him uh, by his hair. Marshall? <clears throat> uh, he tries to roll backwards. Is that what he's trying to do? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, when he goes to roll backwards, I plan on just grabbing his foot and just pulling him off the bar forwards and into the fray of us. Okay. All right. So make a strength check there. Okay. <clears throat> uh, well, how do I roll my strength? Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, ath athletics. Athletics. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
14. Five, so you got that as well. And then um, Sickle, you've got a reaction. Um, I'm just going to put my... Uh, actually, I'm going to... I'm just going to put my katana to his throat with some pressure. Just okay. a little bit of pressure. All right. Not going to kill him, guys. Sure. Why don't you use the back of your blade? <laughs> That's not the fun part. Should I do the back of the blade? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm down myself. Okay. Just make a... Uh, uh... I'll do it one-handed. Wait, should I do something else? No, just make a, just make a dexterity check for me. How do I roll that? I'm sorry. I just just click on Dex. Click on the circle. I don't know where that is. Oh, on the circle. Thank you. Yeah. Next to it. Okay. Thanks. All right. You you use the sharp end of the blade. <laughs> <laughs> so so now go ahead and make an attack. <laughs> we have the worst GM. Thank <laughs> you any ideas. Um, sorry, I'm getting choked up about this one. <laughs> so then make an attack. Yep. Okay. One handed. Good. Oh, good. Know. And now damage. <laughs> I can't see what I'm rolling. I like what comes up. You got an 18. Don't tell yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, my. Over. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll go here. <laughs> sorry all right so you guys have pulled him down to the ground uh at this point so now he slit he's, his throat and slit his throat <laughs> and uh so so now he's he's bleeding uh but you've got him on the ground so now if we go back in the order of the actual uh actions then we go to babysitter babysitter what do you do uh i pick up a chair and walk over Take the chair and put it over his chest and sit on it. Okay. Uh, Bloodhound, back to you. Can I do a, a either um, perception or wisdom roll or something like that to try to figure out what would make him talk? What would be a persuasive approach? Uh, let's see here. See if you've got anything else that would give you any kind of advantages on that. What are the languages that you know? I was thinking that too. I hadn't declared one. I'm not I'm not getting vibes that speaking Russian will make him warm up. <laughs> alone, <laughs> but um you could certainly make a uh uh let's see, wisdom insight. You could do an insight check. Okay. Ew, that's a critical failure. <laughs> um, probably uh, more pain is is probably the answer. <laughs> okay. Give it everything you got, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tough nut, but we'll crack it. <laughs> and this is why we don't mess with her. 
do you uh do you want to make an action because that does not count as an action for you <laughs> oh gosh let me let me cut off his hair <laughs> okay that's are like, you are you gonna nice scalp him, him? <laughs> I'm gonna teach him. you're gonna scalp oh, him shit. she's she's just gonna try to cut the hair off but no one no one <laughs> no one us we're gonna scalp him soft edge of the blade to scalp him so, yeah basically i want to give him a close shake <laughs> okay she's gonna uh, jump up spread blood on her cheeks and take his hair and spin her around <laughs> uh make a uh dexterity check Oh my gosh. Critical failure. All right, so you got a five on that one. Now, how is it that you got a five on that and it didn't roll as a crit critical failure? Oh, I see. Okay, I got it. All right, I understand now. Okay, so um, you are going to roll damage as well. I think because um, the the roll was low enough, you're definitely not going to miss because he's pretty much immobile. Uh, the dex roll was just to see whether or not you actually cut him, and since you rolled low, you're actually going to be cutting him. So I would just roll damage uh, on the knife. Okay. And if you want me to roll that for you, if you're having trouble loading it, I can just go ahead and do that for you if you want. Yeah, you can you can do that. Okay. All right, so another five in damage to him. Yeah, he may not make it out of this. <laughs> um, next up in line is uh, the marshal. Okay. <clears throat> do I have any band-aids or anything I can put on this poor guy? I don't think you do, but... Uh, Good cop, bad cop. I think you have a banana peel. Banana peels work. From a bar uh, tap, sit on his neck. Yeah, it might be a first aid kit behind the bar. Are there any peanuts on the bar that aren't yeah. covered in blood? Yeah, <laughs> I, there, there's some that have a, a light spattering. Okay, are they in the shell? Yes. Okay, great. I grab a handful of those and I just kneel over them and I'm just cracking them and letting it just fall all over his face. Uh huh. And. Uh, I'm just going to ask him, you know, if he's willing to uh, play ball yet or not. So, uh, <clears throat> Russian, crackle, crackle, crackle. I'm dropping him on his face, just annoying him, trying to get him into his wounds. Uh, look, man, like from one military brother to another, I don't, I don't we don't want to do this to you. We came here to ask questions. You guys jumped the gun. We had to defend ourselves. Can we just ask you some stuff? You let us, you know, we'll, I'll take you to the hospital personally because you're not in a good way. He spits the uh, uh, the shells off of his face. Fine, fine. You want answers? Just get this bitch off of me. Babysitter, get up. <laughs> and I usher for him to get off the chair. I say, I don't understand. That's probably uncomfortable. And he's not he's not the most comfortable looking person to look at. A babysitter, can you? He wants the bitch off of me. Do you mind? <laughs> He's like, no, the crazy bitch with the knife cutting my head. <laughs> oh, oh, bloodhound, bloodhound. <laughs> Let's take a breather. Why don't you go over and check on Chairman Meow, okay? He could use some love and kisses. 
<laughs> Roll for peanut allergy. She was. <laughs> I was, I was kind of hoping that someone was gonna. <laughs> he just starts swelling up. <laughs> Sickle, give him a tracheotomy quick. <laughs> I've got an epipen. But I will say that is very much a Trenton Tarantino thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> for him to have a peanut allergy. Right, fine, fine. I, I'll talk. Okay, talk. Really? As you know, I was dispatched by Belasco Brothers to attend the auction at the warehouse in Skid Row. So we all gather the representatives from each of the families Belasco, Cristiano, Dragon's Fang, and Chupacabras. They give us time to mingle, we all drink and trade information. This is neutral territory, you understand? No funny business and not that uncommon. We are enemies sometimes, yes, but we deal with each other when it suits our purpose. The auction was hosted by people I do not know. None of the others knew them either, but I know the type, Yakuza but not local faction. I know them. Friendly with them, as friendly as one can get with the Yakuza, but these, these fuckers are not men that I recognize. So auctioneer gathers group and announces auction will commence in 15 minutes. I go outside to loading bay with White Tiger of the Dragon's Fang, have a smoke. And that's when I see her in the red fur coat climbing out of second floor of the, the warehouse like a cat. A leather briefcase clutched to her side. Following her like a lost puppy is a thin, wiry teenage boy. They bound off the dumpster below and begin to make their way out of the alley. White Tiger and I are in shadows. They don't know we're watching. I tell White Tiger I'm going to follow. Something funny is happening. I leave him on the dock, come around the corner and spot the two of them heading towards the red Corvette. I shout, they look back at me, and I immediately recognize Boy. This is youngest son of Mama Cristiano, matriarch of Cristiano family. This is odd, you know, because I see representatives of the family inside, but they are not actual blood relative, you understand? Boyo has balls to flip me off. But before I could do anything in that very moment, bomb goes off, throws me in the street, knocks me out cold. A few moments later, I wake, and the warehouse is burning behind me. I look where the kids were, and the boy's car is a charred ruin. He and the girl, gone. So, if you're looking for a girl in red coat... You want to be looking for Anthony Cristiano. Those two look thick as thieves. And if I'm guessing right, thieves they may be. It doesn't take rocket scientists to figure out they have what all of us were there for. This is what I know. That is incredibly wonderful information, and we do appreciate it. I'm going to look around and see if we can't find some bandages for you, okay? You want a peanut? 
No, thank you. Why, you allergic or something? No. I just don't like peanuts. Fair enough. I'm gonna so, I'm so, gonna look behind the bar for some for a med kit. Yeah. So he, while he's using uh, band aids and stuff, I'm I'm a physician. Okay, I'm a serious physician. I mean, your vet. I, uh, vet school's really hard. Hey, Marshall. Yeah. Do Do we feel like he's told us everything we need? You could ask him some more questions. No, I. Do you feel like there's anything else there? Do Do we want to know what's in the case? Like what they were all there for? Do we already know that? Oh, we know that. It's information yeah. about every one of them. Highest bidder gets it. But most yeah. of it's about, you know, the boss. So, and Our we boss. were, yeah, and we were, of course, left out, not invited. Sure. So we know that there was a little red Corvette. The prince here told us that. And uh, <laughs> now we're looking for Anthony Cristiano. Uh, should I kind of roll a perception check to see if I think there's any more? Um, I would say investigation. Investigation? Okay. Mm -hmm. That was terrible. <laughs> yep, it sure was. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that was that was everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. In that note, I pull a gun out and shoot him point blank in the head. Okay. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> babysitter what i promised him i'd take him to the hospital myself you i'm not did, taking a body nobody else here did and he's just one other asshole that's gonna come after us after we've shaved off his head shot up his guys He's not going to come after us. That's just part of the job, man. No, sorry. We don't want to take that chance. Amateur. Uh, no, you're the amateur, dude. I you're can't believe this. You're going to patch him up so he could just come back and slit your throat one night. Sorry. I'm just, I took care of it. Does, and does I get off else, the chair. Does, does anybody else feel like this might have been an overreaction on his part? Too late now. Yeah. Seems kind of harsh. I mean, I'm gonna get <clears throat> That's okay. I'm good with my decision. I think boss would be fine with my decision. You want to call him real quick and find out? Not right now, no. Because what are we going to report? That we still don't have his daughter? Yeah, because yeah, you just I, killed the one guy that had a hot lead. Yeah, and we got that lead. So let's go find out some more about the lead. Because obviously we know where this Anthony guy lives. I mean, that's... Do we, though? That's what I was getting ready to ask, is do we know anything about the actual kid? Y you have... No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Never heard of him. Never... Oh, uh, I'm going I'm to roll. You, I'm going I'm to roll. Yeah, you've heard of the Cristiano family. So, yes, you, yeah. you have certainly heard of the Cristiano family. But we don't know any members. We don't know where they're... Do we know where they actually live? No. Oh, you know who yeah. does know. Now, a a Andy's character might. So let's give him a chance here to, okay. to make the role that he was going to make. Because uh, I, I know what he's trying to do here. I can't see. 12. 12. <laughs> Most of the Italian mafia 
uh, run kind of the Long Beach area. That's where the vast majority of them would be found. Uh, you're familiar with the Cristiano family. Uh, you probably do not know exactly where they live, but they would probably be somewhere near Long Beach. Yep. And to come and think about it, now that I know that he is involved, those guys I saw that came in, that was all in suits, I bet you they were from that family. That only makes sense. They were dressed like the Italian mob. They were dressed in black suits and uh, white shirts. I mean, they could have been waiters. Oh, sure. Yeah, that waiters yeah. came Paul in, bearers. killed everybody, and left. Come on, they could have. Baby, they could have been. They could have worked at a movie theater, a nice one, <laughs> like the Draft House. Hey, you know what I saw back in the kitchen? I think they have some fresh roast beef back on the slab in the kitchen back there. Okay. <laughs> you know you need, after this big fight, a nice roast beef sandwich. Oh, hold on. I think I actually have some condiments for that in my pocket. <laughs> I'm smear some of that okay. on it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm breaking character. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you that don't know, Mike and I are actually get along quite well. Need a little pop-up bubble. Oh, we should have fourth wall. We should have fourth wall day where we get second cameras and we just like turn. Anyway. I think we do that enough though. With that's true. That's true. All right, well played. So all right, uh, fine. Don't go get you a sandwich. I, I, uh, I've got a hunch here that we head to Long Beach and. Start maybe asking around. All right. Well, I'm not cleaning any of this mess up, especially no. that guy. That point to the Black Russians remains. Yeah, I think at this point, none of us can clean. <laughs> I just got to look around. We're we're literally in pools of blood. Yeah, we need to get out of here. Speaking speaking of that, I'm gonna have you guys make a a wisdom check. Hmm. Look at that. I'm I'm smarter than the marshal. <laughs> All right, so um Christy, you want me to roll for you? Yes, please. Okay. Oh my Not god, we got a beef. four. <laughs> That's like your strongest thing, and you and you you got a four. <laughs> um, I'm grazed from poor chairman Mao, you know. All right, so babysitter, <laughs> babysitter, and Doc got the highest, but Doc, you kind of just rolled in on this. But I, I think you would probably kind of put two and two together here as well. Yeah, it's probably prudent to get out of here. However, one of the things that you recall from speaking with the Black Russian uh, back at the Imperial Spa was the fact that he had to get permission to speak to you people that worked for um Bo Brownstone from the Balachko brothers themselves so it is very likely that the Balachko brothers knew exactly who it was that he was coming to the black hole to meet and now he 
and his enforcers and everybody in this bar are dead. So the Blachko brothers are going to hold us responsible because he knew he was meeting with us. That is uh, the summation you are uh, arriving to, yes. If only there was somebody alive that could explain it was all a misunderstanding. Yeah, they that would not have happened that way. Do they have anything explosive? Yeah, let's get out. Are we gonna blow it up? <laughs> Seriously, there's a lot of alcohol around here. We could set this place on fire. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yep. Why not? <laughs> all right. In a well, while, do that. So I'm behind the bar. I just start. Putting the highest proof all over the bar. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We start taking bottles and just throwing them against the walls. <laughs> yep. Guys, can we stop being rash for one second? I stop while I'm mid pour over the black Russian's body. <laughs> you have zero respect, man. Um, and I pull a business card out of my pocket. I forgot whose name is on it. Uh, the <laughs> wolf. <laughs> important. The wolf. Yeah. Do you guys remember the wolf? That's Somebody a, that cleans up situations like this. Pretty big job, even for the wolf. Yeah. Well, I was told I could call in one favor. <laughs> I'm going to make it this one. But, I mean, it's not, it's, I think we're going to get blamed for it either way. The Blasco brothers are going to think it's us, even if it's cleaned up and everybody's dead. He might have a way to make it look like we were caught in a crossfire. Nobody survived. I say call him. It's ringing. Hello. Is this Mr. Wolf? It is. Mr. Wolf, this is the Marshal. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I have a card with your name on it, and I'm in need of some cleaning services. Where did you come by this card? I'm trying really hard to remember that right now. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, where did I believe... come from? I believe... I believe it was Fast Eddie or somebody. Nice guy, Eddie. Nice guy, Eddie. <laughs> a mutual acquaintance of ours uh, gave me a, your card and uh, said that if I'm ever in need of some professional cleaning services, that you're the person that I need to talk to. And and I stop and just look around and just see coagulation dripping from every surface. I could use a little help right now. All right. Give me the address. I'll be there in half an hour. Excellent. If you could be here any faster, it would be extra appreciated because this place is kind of a mess. Uh, and then I give them the address of wherever we are. All right. Uh, and we can flash forward to 29 minutes later. <laughs> uh, and you see a white Corvette pull up to the bar. Uh, he steps out of the car and 
is wearing a pristine suit and tie. His hair and pencil-thin mustache are perfectly put together. Every hair is in place, despite the fact that you likely woke him up from a peaceful slumber. Uh, and I will pull up a photograph of this gentleman momentarily. Where in the hell did I put him? There it is. All right, so he walks up and he says, uh, which one of you is the marshal? All right. It would be me. I appreciate you getting here so fast. Let's see what we're dealing with here. Yeah, if you have something to put on your shoes, you might want to. Uh, he goes back to his uh, Corvette and pulls out the little plastic booties that you find when you're going to the uh, uh, open houses <laughs> and puts those over top of his uh, shoes. Uh, so he surveys the scene and takes in the blood-soaked floors, the bullet holes in the walls, and all the bodies strewn about. He turns to face you, and he speaks in a very calm and authoritative manner. Okay, well, this is really something. No. We only did 33% of this. It would have been 32. The dumbass over there jumped the gun. Most of this was here when we got here. I apologize for interrupting. All right, then. Here's the deal. You guys did a solid for Raquel and Joel, and I'm willing to work with you. Let's be clear. My usual rate is probably more than you can afford. But you helped out some good friends of mine, so we're going to see what we can do here. If I need to make any particular arrangements, I can probably speak with Mr. Brownstone. Absolutely. All right, then. First things first. We got to clean up this mess, and I mean really clean it up. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to root around this place and come up with some plastic tarps, throw rugs, hefty garbage bags, anything like that, so we can start wrapping up these bodies and all the miscellaneous little parts and whatnot. Ladies, you're on cleaning detail. If you can find some bleach and get to work cleaning up all that blood, I'd really appreciate it. Boys, I need you to get rid of these bodies. We can't leave them here. They need to disappear. Grab that stuff, to, stuff that I asked you for and get to work wrapping these poor saps up. I'm going to make a phone call and get a moving truck out in the back alley, and we can load the bodies up in there. Clean this place up spick and span. We don't want to leave any evidence behind. I'll have a guy come out in the morning that works for a fumigating place with a work order to shut the bar down for a couple of days. That'll buy us some time to get a crew in here and patch up these bullet holes. All right, chop, chop, ladies and gents. We don't have all night. way I see it, we have four, maybe five hours before the streets outside come to life, and we need to be the hell out of here before that happens. Okay. okay. Uh, do you think this is a better idea than just burning the whole place down? What would that serve? Perfect. Uh, I'm going to go find some tarps. All right. 
So you guys can take some time to do what he's asked if you so desire. Um, and he doesn't really help too much. Uh, he kind of just lets you guys do the work. Uh, he's on the phone and making some phone calls here and there trying to arrange everything else. Uh, but you have a little bit of time to kind of discuss some things while you're soaking up the blood and picking up the body parts up off of the floor uh, and discuss some things amongst yourselves if you so desire. So I'll give you a little bit of time to do that. While we're doing this, I make a very pointed I think I've really make it a big point to always step over the black Russian and not pick up any of his body parts or any of his pieces. And I sigh every time I get near him. <laughs> I just want that on the record. <laughs> and if, if babysitter comes by, I go <clears throat> and I motion to it and shake my head and go back to doing whatever it was I was doing. What a wuss. God. So doc, we wouldn't be in this mess if he would, this is self-commentary. If he would just do the things that boss tells him to do most of the time. And I'm just kind of checking the pockets of the bodies that I roll up. Okay. See if there's anything, <laughs> you know, any money. Um. Yeah. What, uh, do you have sleight of hand? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, would that be under features uh it's under um skills. all of your skills uh right above social sciences right across from charisma uh, i do not have slide. okay you can still roll that uh you just don't get any bonuses for that one uh but yeah go ahead and make a slide of hand roll oh oh look at that <laughs> natural 20 sweet <laughs> Um, so between the, all of the bodies that you're kind of interacting with, uh, you're able to come up with about, uh, 560 bucks. Sweet. Mm. And nobody is none the wiser. Nobody saw you do that. Nice. Where is the, where is the wolf at? Is he in the bar with us, or did he step out? Or he's probably. Uh, oh, I didn't bring his token on here, did I? So he is going to be over by the entrance, okay. over here. I'm going to be mopping up, kind of in this general, not right next to him, in this general area, with my back to him. But I'm going to be trying to listen to what he's doing. But I'm mm -hmm. working, getting the shit picked up. Mm -hmm. Sure. Rolling the bodies, and but I'm going to be listening to see if I can hear you. Okay. Conversation. Um, make a stealth roll. Thirteen. Okay. All right. Yeah. So he's uh, basically leaning up against the uh, uh, the entryway that leads to the steps that lead uh, down into the little lo lobby below uh, on the phone, big brick cell phone. Uh, and he seems to be talking to a guy that uh, works for a fumigation company 
basically says, hey, I'm sorry for waking you up so late, but listen, we got an issue that I need your help with. Uh, if you could be here roughly about 5.30 in the morning, um, I need you to come in. We're going to uh, put a tent over this place and shut it down for a couple of days so that we can do some work inside. I need you to bring uh, all of the usual boys uh, so that we can get everything patched up inside and make it look like nobody was ever here. Uh, so everything he says seems pretty above board, legit, you know, as far as what he said he was going to do. All right. So you spend several hours then, uh, cleaning up and, uh, and packing everything up. You've got all the bodies kind of set out in a row. Uh, and eventually, uh, after a couple of hours, uh, the wolf gets a phone call, makes himself scarce, goes around the backside of the building, uh, and uh, then you see him reappear uh, at the back near the kitchen and says, all right, folks, let's load them up and move them out. Uh, and he kind of directs you out the back and into basically this big, large um, kind of uh, dry cleaners truck, uh, out back. Uh, and then you guys begin loading the bodies up and all of the, uh, cleaning supplies and all of that stuff gets thrown into the back of the truck. Um, he says, uh, all right, I'm going to have one of you ride with me. Uh, I'll need one or two in the truck. And then if you all came in another vehicle or two, feel free to, to follow us. Uh, we're going to be heading out, uh, towards the desert. Marshall, why don't you go with them? I'll drive everybody else in my car. First good decision you've had all day. Whoops. Oh, I thought I was on mute. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll I'll take the pickup because I'm not going to leave it here. Do I do I have the my van there? Yep. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll need to drive that then, and yeah. I can I can put the chairman in the back and and kind of give him some fluids and stuff and make sure he's okay. Okay. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I'll just take my bike. I'm not getting into that truck. <laughs> 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 I sit up front with the wolf. Yeah, and he he actually takes you in his Corvette. Oh, that's even better. <clears throat> Convertible? Yeah. Uh, he throws the top down, uh, and you guys begin the, the long journey out into the desert. It's probably going to take about an hour uh, to get out there. Uh, and you can just... Uh, well, it, it's still fairly early in the morning at this point. So it's a starry night, clear stars in the sky. There's a little bit of a cool breeze coming in uh, off of the bay. Um, as you're driving, he, he drives in silence for a little bit. And then he says, so do you want to tell me what all that was about back there? Well, like I said, we only know about 33% of it. So you know Mr. Brownstone, I assume. I'm aware of who Mr. Brownstone is, yes. So we work for him, and we're looking for somebody that's gone missing. We were there to get information from the Black Russian. 
That's the guy who had his head blown off at short distance range when he shouldn't have. Well, he shows up. Well, we show up first. We go in there. We were expecting to meet him and some of his friends, of course, for a tense but friendly sit-down conversation where we exchange information. That was it. When we walked in, that place looked like a Picasso. There was blood everywhere. It was an absolute mess. There were bodies stacked up as far as you could see. Most of those bodies that were in there, we had nothing to do with. So we were dumbfounded. We were trying to figure out what had gone on when the other guys that we were supposed to be meeting showed up. So they walk in. Instead of taking any actual time to ask us what the hell had happened, they assumed that we were the ones that did it. We were there with nefarious intent. And then they decided they wanted to open fire on us and start attacking. So we defended ourselves. And being the group that we are, we won. We got a little bit of information out of the Russian in order to track down the person that we're looking for. So we have a good lead going on that. And I was going to patch him up and take him to the hospital because he'd been so friendly. And because the last thing we wanted to do was piss off the Belashko brothers. And instead, my dumbass cohort decided to blow his brain off from about two feet away. That's when we called you. Because they know that they were meeting us. And so we needed to look like we either never showed up or we all showed up and went our own separate ways and nothing else ever happened. Does that make any sense? That makes some sense. So who were you there specifically to meet? We were there to meet the Black Russian. Only him? Yes. We don't know who the other people were. We don't know why they were dead. We just know that we walked into an absolute bloodbath. Do you recognize any of those people? The regular folks in there? No. Yeah. No. And I can't say that I know the others that came in that you, you and the rest of your crew took out, but I think you got to ask yourself a question. If you were there to meet the Black Russian, why did he come with four other enforcers from the Belashko Brotherhood? Be perfectly honest, if I was him, I would have shown up with eight. He probably should have. Yeah, might have evened the odds a little bit. So, did you just answer that question? Yeah, I guess I kind of did. It was a setup. We were supposed to all die, weren't we? I think so. Regardless of whatever happened in there now here's something that i noticed while you guys were cleaning up the muck i don't know how closely you got a chance to really really look and see what had happened in there there's bullet holes in the walls right yeah how many bullet holes were in those people I didn't even stop to look. A lot of them missing body parts. Arms over here, a foot over there, bits and pieces. Those people were cut up and stabbed. From what I saw, there wasn't really a single one that had a bullet hole in them. And if we if they did. If we ran a ballistics check on one of those, which we're certainly not going to have the chance to do, 
I'd be willing to lay good money on it that the ballistics would match the weapons that the other patrons were probably firing in there, and it was friendly fire. So the bullet holes in the walls came from the patrons, not from whoever it was that came in and killed these people. Well, hot damn, that's a wrinkle, isn't it? So whoever it was that came in is good with a blade. The Yakuza. Bingo. I knew it wasn't the Italians. So, my feeling is whatever happened down at this warehouse down in Skid Row, and I hear things, the only players involved in that incident that were not directly affected by it were the Yakuza. I gotcha. Well, this just got a lot more interesting, didn't it? I suppose it did. Do you know anything about the Cristiano family? I know enough. You know Anthony? The boy? I know that's the youngest. You know where I can find him? I do. I don't want to hurt him. I just want to ask him a couple of questions. Hmm? And not like the kind of questions we just asked back at the black hole. Like legit, just ask him questions. Well, as I said, I do know who that is. And I do know where you can find him. But I also have to say that I do business with that family, just as I do business with Big Joe, Monster Joe, and I do business with Marcellus Wallace, and I do business with Bo Brownstone. Part of that business is making sure that I don't put my own foot in my mouth when it comes to dealing with all of the different families around this neighborhood. I come in, I do my work, I get paid for what I do. But I also don't rat on anybody else. I can respect that. You do work for the Yakuza? I do not. Well, that's good to know. Well, if there's any information that you can share... I'd be much obliged, but of course I do understand, from a business standpoint, if you're limited on what you can say. I tell you what, I like you. And while I may not have the information that you're looking for or be able to provide you with the information that you're looking for, I do know a guy. He's what people these days are calling a hacker. He's one of the best in the business. Goes by the name of the Code Warrior. If there's anyone out there who can get you the information you need, 
It's him. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. This guy's good, but he's not cheap. And he's got a lot of rules about what he will and won't do. But if anyone can help you, it's probably him. I'm not asking for anything in return. Like I said, I like you. You're a straight shooter. And he hands you another business card. I want to see you come out on top. Consider this a favor. But you have to understand, this guy doesn't work for just anyone. You're going to have to give him a good reason to help you. I assume the reason probably shouldn't contain uh, scalpels or katanas or cutting his hair off, huh? Yeah, I, I wouldn't suggest that. Yeah, we'll leave with diplomacy on this one. Well, Mr. Wolf, I have to say I really appreciate everything you've done for us so far. I appreciate the extra card. I hope I never have to use it. But if I do, I'll absolutely call. Well, if you do, next time you're going to have to pay for it. It'll come out of the babysitters. It'll come out of his paycheck. I think I could have talked those guys down without having to open fire. But he can't seem to keep his gun in his pants. Especially around sweaty, muscly dudes. That might be something. I'm not in the car. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that may be saying a little bit more about him than you know. Well, you might know him a little more than I realized then. All right. So just as dawn is beginning to break in the horizon, uh, you guys reach uh, the destination that uh, uh, the wolf is taking you to way out into the desert. Um, and there is already uh, an exact number of graves dug uh, for the bodies that you uh, have loaded onto that truck. Uh, there is another truck waiting out there with uh, a couple of Mexican dudes uh, that have apparently been out there for several hours digging these graves. Uh, and they and the drivers uh, open up the back of the truck and kind of step aside and wait for you guys to lo load the bodies off and dump them into the graves. All right, let's get to it. Uh, uh, takes maybe about 30 minutes or so uh, to get all the bodies out of there. And what were you going to say, Mike? While we're doing that, can I fill them in on what I talked to the wolf about or should I wait? Uh, yeah, we can do that while you're uh, while you're unloading. So if you want to role play that out. Yeah. Doc, can you uh, help me with this one? Yeah, sure. So I had a nice chat with the wolf on the way out here. Yeah. He knows the Cristiano family, and he had some really good insights into what was going on with all these bodies. Did you notice any bullet holes in any of them? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even think to look. That's because well, they weren't shot. Were parts missing on a lot of them. Yeah, they got hacked to pieces. It's Yakuza. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't Italians like the idiot thought it was. That the Yakuza sense. also wear black suits and white shirts. And you know what? They carry sharp blades and they cut things up. 
The whole thing was a setup. We were supposed to die there. So he thinks it was Yakuza. I am inclined to agree with him. He also knows about the Cristiano family. And while he knows Anthony Cristiano, he can't tell me where to find him. You know, business. Oh, like he's got a... Okay. Yeah, he works for them. He works for us. So, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I can respect that. Yeah. You know, I don't blame him. Uh, but he did tell me somebody that might be able to help us. Goes by the name The Code Warrior. Some sort of a hacker. Have you heard of him? The Cold, uh, cold Warrior? Like, Co like Code like Warrior. Like Code. Like, you know, like we speak in code so you can't understand what we said. Oh, so he's like, okay. Like, yeah. I, he's, a, he's a hacker, whatever those are. So... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's he can like listen to your cell phones or something. So we need to find him, but apparently he's going to be hard to convince. And uh, when we do try to convince him, we're not using blades. We need to come in with sugar. Yeah, so yeah, I mean that's that makes sense. I mean, if he's like a brainy a brainy guy, we shouldn't need to like beat him up or anything. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. To fill the others in on this too. Hey, Bloodhound, can you can you grab the feet over there? <laughs> so, do you want me to do this with each person? <laughs> you don't, well, I don't know. It seems to be going pretty good. I'm yeah. curious to see what everybody's take is on it, actually. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sickle, could you grab the the bottom of this one as well? It's this guy's pretty heavy over here. Sure. All right. So, I had a great conversation with the wolf. Did you guys notice none of these bodies had any bullet holes in them? Did I, didn't notice notice. <laughs> I didn't notice it. Yeah, when you guys rolled your investigation stuff uh, the first time around, uh, that, that was something that was overlooked for sure. Yeah, I think we rolled poorly. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, so the bullet holes that we found in the walls, that was from the patrons. They were hacked to pieces by Yakuza. This whole thing was a setup. That's who came in. That's who babysitter saw. It wasn't the Italians. So that's who's been setting us up. They set everybody up. And you know what? At the, the Skid Row explosion, they were the only ones that didn't lose people. They're behind this whole thing. In addition to that, he knows about the Cristiano family and he knows Anthony, but he can't tell us where. It's a conflict of interest. It's a business thing. I get it. But he told us we need to look for somebody named the Code Warrior. And he's a hacker. You guys know what that is? Yeah, he's some smart young kid, I guess. Something. Yeah, I know. But, but apparently he's going to be hard to convince. But we need to go in bringing gifts and not the metal kind. So no cutting off hair. No cutting jugulars or stabbing them in the leg with scalpels. We need to go in on this one with diplomacy. We need to be nice. And he might be able to help us track down Anthony and Charlotte. Whatever. First of all, why are we doing all the work? We hired this guy, the wolf or what the fuck ever. Why are we doing all the work? Because well, he's giving us a discount. Drop click. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, I'm not excited about it either. But when you get a discount, you expect to have to pick up some of the labor cost, right? No, he's supposed to know what he's doing. Why are we doing this, and why should we trust what he has to say about it? I just got a good feeling about this guy. Uh, 
Dana, you feel a presence over your shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) And the wolf is standing there behind you. He says, let me make this crystal clear, Missy. I'm here because you did a solid for my friend Raquel and her father, Joe. They vouched for you, and that's the only reason why I'm standing here right now. So if you want to start questioning my authority or my fee, you might want to think twice. I don't have time for games. So I get results, and I get them fast. That's why people pay my fee. They know that when they call me. And when they call me, the problem will be taken care of. No questions asked. So, what's it going to be? Are we going to finish this? Or do I just need to take my guys and just walk away? A nice sickle. You can finish burying them if you want. All right. I just turn around. I don't say anything. Finish dragging the body. But I'm not happy about it. <laughs> All right, is babysitter working on any of the bodies? I don't know. Is he? <laughs> babysitter, are you doing anything, or are you just sitting in the van? Well, one, I'm not in the van. Two, I'm just sitting in my car on the lookout, watching you work. Okay, I walk over to the car and I, I tap on the window. God dang! What? Hey. On the way out here, weirdest thing. Wolf didn't say a damn word to me the whole time. You going to help carry bodies or what? No, I'm I'm watching to make sure nobody comes up behind us and, and surprises us. Dude, we're in the middle of the desert. Nobody's going to come up and surprise us. You'll never know about that. You are a lazy piece of shit. You know that? Nope. I'm just watching your back. Yep. Well, unfortunately, I don't have anything to report. And I turn around and walk off. Interesting. <laughs> Do I okay. have any? Right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, nothing. I was just gonna. Uh, I was gonna roll a perception check on that. Just. I would just see if he was lying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So then, yeah. Okay. So here's what we'll need to do in that case. Um, Marshall, you're gonna have to roll. Um, Deception. Okay. And uh, babysitter roll insight. Ooh. <laughs> insight. Okay. Yep. Yep, he's lying through his teeth. Okay. I uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I'm going to roll an intimidation. Okay. And I'm just going to say, hey, Marshall. Just remember that I could be watching your back or I could be shooting your back. 24, baby. (laughs) He pees down his... Just (laughs) trickle pee right down his leg. Come on. Do I I get a defense on that? Uh, You can make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, The... 
point has been made. We will say that. Um, so you know for sure that you probably want to watch your back around him because after seeing what he did to the Russian, uh, it would not be a far stretch to uh, find his gun at the back of your head at any given moment. Yeah, yeah, whatever, babysitter. Oh, and by the way, the wolf did talk. They weren't fucking Italians, you dumbass. It was Yakuza. And then I walked back to the finish cleaning up the bodies. Hmm. And as I get like almost out of earshot, I yell, and Marcellus Wallace guys aren't undercover cops either, you dummy. <laughs> it's all part of my strategy. All right. Do uh, I have any kind of like extra inside or anything like that to the Yakuza? Does it does it ping anything in my brain or make a uh, streetwise roll uh, with advantage? I mean, you are certainly familiar with the Yakuza. Everybody is familiar with them. Yeah. Uh, and on a deeper level, after the incident um, with uh, the bride out in the desert and Bill, mm -hmm. uh, the what you know of the Viper assassination uh, squad uh the the group kind of broke up uh very shortly after that incident uh exactly what caused that whether it was that incident or something else you're not completely clear of but one thing that you do know is uh that orena ishi uh split and went back to Japan and supposedly had reintegrated herself uh, with the Yakuza uh, over there. That's something I've, I know I've heard that. That's the Sorry. rumor that you are uh, familiar with, yes. Okay. So, all right. But I mean, just the mention of the Yakuza just uh, brings up the memory of Oren. Mm hmm. And, and her association with them. Uh, so after loading the bodies in, uh, the uh, the drivers and the uh, uh, the workers that uh, had been out there already begin the uh, the work of covering everything up. Uh, it's starting to get light uh, outside at this point. So uh, the wolf uh, walks up to you guys and he said, says um well i would say it was nice doing business with you but this was a pretty big fucking mess um you do have my card and as i told the marshal in the future you can still utilize that but just be aware that the fee may be a little bit more than what you can handle and I would probably clear any further operations with me through Mr. Brownstone if you should ever need my services again. 
This time it's a favor. We appreciate it, Mr. Wolf. It's a pleasure to meet all of you. And he gets back in his uh, white Corvette, does a donut in the sand, and <laughs> takes off. Correct. What a cool dude. Do you think he's single? <laughs> For you or meow? <laughs> I think she was talking to you. For you. All right, so you guys are out in the desert and uh, the sun's are coming up and what do you want to do at this point? Well, should we try and find Anthony? I think we need to report back to Bo. Um, for regular reports. Babysitter, and, why don't you give him a call on the way uh, back to... <laughs> what are we going to tell him? What am I going to tell him? That we met the Black Russian, everybody was dead, we just got done burying a whole bunch of people out in the desert... We still have no idea where his daughter is. Uh, we do have a connection to one of the biggest families in Southern California. And we're on the hunt for him. I, that's that, that's progress report. Yes, that's exactly what he yeah, asked. Yeah, well, I know that's progress report, but that's not something that's how they he's going to want to hear. Well, you, you could also inform him that the one person that actually might have had some additional information, you blew his brains out. He would probably appreciate that because there was no additional information we had. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he seems to know who Anthony Cristiano was. I'm sure he knows where he is or how to find him, too. That's a big leap. I don't think so. I, th I think regardless, I think Mr. Brownstone probably wants to hear some kind of update. Well, Doc, it sounds like you're a good man to call then. You're his right-hand man. I'm just, I just fix up these pets. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I'll call him. I'll call him in the car. Okay. All right. So it's about uh, five thirty in the morning. <laughs> yep. Yep. Then we're all driving. Where are we? Where? Where? Where are we going before we? Well, we need to. <clears throat> Anybody know a diner? In Long Beach. Sure. Let's go to Long Beach. We need to try to find somebody called uh, the Code Warrior. And he gave you his card. He gave me the Code Warrior's card. Yeah, uh, it, oh. it's it's it, it basically. I thought he gave me another one of his own cards. Like you can call no, me no, again no, no, for no. no, no, no. Oh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought too. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just to clarify, <laughs> yes, it, that that is the Code Warrior's card. Yes. Okay, I thought that's why we were tight. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I get that out and look, and I say, well, one thing we need to do is get a hold of this guy. Calls himself the Code Warrior. So let's grab something to eat. We'll call, see if we can get him on the horn, and arrange a way to meet up. Okay. Capiche? Yeah. All right, so are you calling Bo first? Nope. I get in the car, and I don't call anybody. Don't call anybody. Okay. <laughs> We're going to the nearest whatever cool diner we can find in Long Beach, right? 
All right, you find a nice uh, kind of 50s-style uh, diner called Herbie K's. Herbie K's. Mm-hmm. That's and they've got... They've got the uh, the tallest stack of pancakes on earth. Uh, it's a it's a stack of fifteen pancakes. Oh my God. Ooh, an appetizer! <laughs> <laughs> and all different flavors of pancakes, and all different types of toppings, uh, and uh, you, you can you can order it to your specifications. Maybe we should invite the hacker. The young kitty's probably got a ravenous appetite. You can tell a lot about a person by their dinner order. At that point, I oh. say double cherries on top of the whipped cream, please. <laughs> and I just go, coffee, black. Buckwheat pancakes with uh, two eggs scrambled, uh, extra ketchup, please. Buckwheat what? Pancakes. Well, something's wrong with you, Doc. They're really good. They're like tangy and earthy. I think you'd like them, Marshall. You should check them out. Okay, I'll take a side order of those. Imagine the hammer is ordering three Grand Slam. (laughs) Right, yeah. Fruity, fruity, fresh and fruity. (laughs) I bring me the sausage, all the sausage. Like the moon's over my hammy. (laughs) <laughs> i'm sure those are trademarked though so i'd like slammy grandy <laughs> make two the grand please get him a milkshake too <laughs> shakes so is somebody right. calling the the hacker dude I'll call him. Okay. All right. You uh, you hear on the other side of the line. Uh, the the line picks up, and you hear, "Ah, oh, God, what the fuck is fucking oh, son of a bitch?" You've reached the cold warrior. What can <laughs> I do for you? Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, I'd like to meet up. I got a couple of questions. I, ha- I need some information. I'm told you're the kind of person that can get it. How did you get this number? You know the wolf? The wolf? Yeah, the oh. wolf. You must have some powerful friends. You have no idea. And I'd like those powerful friends to do you a favor after you do a favor for us. What do you think? Pauses for a moment. I will meet with you. How many of you should I be expecting? Oh, uh, about six. And there Invite might be a, to the restaurant. There might be a cat. No, inviting to the restaurant. Babysitter, do you mind? I'm on the phone. Jesus. Tonight at nine fifteen. Go to Tonight the rest, is... go to the Rustic Canyon Recreation Center in Santa Monica. I oh, will what? have two of my emissaries meet you there. They will bring you to me. Nine fifteen sharp, or the deal's off. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Click. Hold on, guys. The fuck is What? <laughs> Do you like pancakes? 
What the fuck kind of question is that? I'm looking at the stack of 15 of the juiciest, thickest, fluffiest, drizzled in syrup, honey. There's whipped cream, double cherries. There's chocolate chips. I've got peanut butter in here, slices of banana. This is the sweetest stack of pancakes I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm looking for someone to share it with while I have a simple conversation about some particular information. And I wondered if you wanted to come down and have some pancakes. Eat as many as you want. Meals on me. Fuck, that sounds really good. Uh, you would be surprised how incredible this is. And it's all the milkshake and orange juice you can you can drink with it. Now, we can meet tonight. I mean, go with your emissaries. I have no problem with that. But, man, I'm telling you, I think you're going to really regret it when you see these pancakes and you realize I could have had these. I'll tell you what, I'm going to let you know where we are and we're going to be here for a couple of hours because it's going to take a while to put this stack down. There will be six of us sitting at a table and I'm the handsome guy right in the middle. So you decide to come down and join us. We'll order a fresh stack and we'll wait while you finish and then we'll chat. How's that sound? How long are you going to be there? Oh, we'll be here for a couple hours. Uh, we are at, what's the name of the place? Herbie K's. We're at Herbie K's. Have you heard of it? I'm familiar with it. Yeah. So we'll be here for a couple hours. You think you can make it? Think you could be here in 60 minutes? 60 minutes, I'll throw in a, a stack to go. I like chocolate chip. You want me to go ahead and pre-order some chocolate chip for you? Um, yeah, that'd be great. Great. You want white milk or chocolate milk? Or you want to go wild and get some strawberry? Uh, uh, ch ch chocolate milk, please. And I, and I tap Marshall on the shoulder. Ask him if we need to pick him up or if he's going to ride his bike. Babysitter, I am on the phone with a professional. Do you Just mind? ask him if we got to pick him up. Would you like us to send somebody ride. to pick you up? Um, n no. Uh, I, uh, it's fine. I am the cold warrior. I'll be there soon. Like, <laughs> All right. Hey, good news, guys. We don't have to meet his emissaries tonight. He's going to meet us here. We're going to buy him some breakfast. So can we please, and I look right at babysitter, behave when he gets here. Is his mom going to drop him off? If he can get us the information, does it matter? Uh, I mean, no. why do I understand why you're judging the poor guy? He does sound pretty young, guys. I think he was using a voice modulator. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> Yep. Well, there there are people that have lost their voice due to smoking or other types of industrial accidents, and they have to have voice modulation systems. But I don't think that's what this was. I think he was using something to to distort his voice. Mm. What did Bo say when you talked to him? Uh, he's really upset with you, and uh, I, I I I actually tried to go to bat for you, but he's really upset with you, um, and he wants to see more progress faster. I roll a perception check. Uh, you can roll an insight check. Insight and, check. Uh, uh, babysitter, roll a deception check, please. <laughs> Damn it. I cannot roll in this game. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you, you, you both did not do well. <laughs> uh, but uh, the babysitter did a little bit better than you did. So. <laughs> That's all that matters. So, As far as you know, he made the phone call. 
All right, guys, we really do need to buckle down and start making some real progress. Uh, Ma'am, I need to place another order of pancakes, chocolate chip with some chocolate milk on the side. You could wait about 20 minutes before you bring them out. Thanks. All right. So about 30 minutes or so pass. And uh, uh, I'm going to have you guys roll a uh, perception check for me. Yes, finally. <laughs> All right. So, Marshall, um, you're sitting there just poofing down the pancakes, you know, uh, and then out the window down the street, uh, you see just this this figure just kind of appear quickly around the corner uh, on a skateboard. Uh, and he's just hoofing it, just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> coming just snaking down the street. Uh, and he gets pretty close to the building. Uh, and he just literally scoots by <laughs> and just looking in the window directly at your table <laughs> and disappears around the corner. Do uh, I make eye contact? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Uh and he sees you and he's like <laughs> and looks away. Uh and he disappears around the corner. Few few minutes later, uh you see him uh dart across the road, hide behind a car, and kind of peek up, <laughs> look over, and he ducks down and he crawls. <laughs> And he crawls up to the front uh, door, stands up, opens up the door, looks around, and then he goes and he sits in, in a booth uh, just inside uh, the uh, the entrance. And a waitress comes up and she's like, can I help you? And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he's just looking at you guys. And then he gets up and he walks over and he sits at the next table. And he gets up again walks over to the next table, sits. <laughs> and this goes on for like about two minutes uh, until finally he he gets brave enough and he, he walks over to you guys and he looks both ways before he says anything. And he says, did you guys call for the Code Warrior? You must be Mr. Warrior. I called you. Yes, I've got your pancakes actually on order, ma'am. Yeah. The, the 15 stack with chocolate chips and the milk. Have a seat. Have a seat. Guys, move over a little bit. Let's. This is Mr. Code Warrior. So this kid is probably about 16, maybe. Uh, and he's got this rough, tumbly, tough to mane, uh, like a like reddish hair uh, and a hoodie and a Duke Nukem t-shirt. <laughs> Uh, and essentially it's Seth Green, uh, circa about this time period. Uh, and he slides into the booth, uh, beside you and he's like, where's those fucking pancakes, dude? They're on their and, way, man. And I think I will call it there, uh, for, for tonight oh. <laughs> before we get on to the next.